Welcome to the I'm a Health Visitor podcast. We want to help health visitors stay up to date, so we're here to give evidence-based information and insight into relevant practice issues. We're currently supported by the CPHVA Education Development Trust, McQueen Bursary. Hi, it's Jenny here. Hi, and it's Amy here. And today we're joined by um, Kitty Lamb from, I'm just thinking I should get this right, the CPHVA Trust. That's right, CPHVA Education and Development Trust, also known yeah, as the McQueen, McQueen Awards. Brilliant. And Brilliant. joining to try and drum up a bit of attention and applications for the upcoming McQueen bursaries. Yeah, tell us all about it and what we can um, what we can do. So did you want to introduce yourself, Kitty, and say who you are and where you come from as Tilla Black says? Okay. <laughs> so my name's Kitty Lamb. I'm chair of the CPHVA Education and Development Trust. I was a health visitor by background. I worked as a health visitor and practice educator for 30 years in the York area, um, but took early retirement in 2015. Um, I have been involved nationally with CPHVA and their education predominantly for quite a long, long time. Um, and I became involved in the McQueen Awards probably about 12 years ago, I think. I can't honestly mm. remember time. Wow. Wow. Originally, I was chair of the PAC, the Professional Action Committee of the McQueen Awards. So we were the ones that looked at, we advertised, we did the application forms. We, we okay. did all of the hard yeah. work, basically. Yeah. Um, mm. But now we, it is just one group of trustees and the pack part of it is three professionals who are currently working. Right. Um, ah. So that's how it that's how it works. There are seven trustees, seven voting trustees and three non-voting trustees. And the non-voting mm-hmm. trustees are working professionals, either in education or health visiting background. OK, Fantastic. wonderful. So there's a real um, educational focus and drive um, right from the kind of outset then, really. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's any professional. The only absolute criteria is you have to be a member of the CPHVA. So you mm-hmm. could be a nursery nurse. We've had psychiatric nurses. We've had educators. We've had all sorts wow. of people applying. But that mm-hmm. is the only absolute criteria is that you must be a member of Unite CPHVA. OK, OK, brilliant, yeah. which lots of health visitors are Absolutely. and certainly can and be. Staff nurses. Yes. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and of course, we know a little bit about it because Jenny and I have been lucky enough to receive the um, the McQueen bursary for the podcast. So yes. you will have just heard a little introduction that mentions the McQueen bursary on the start of this episode. But we thought we were kind of thinking of um, putting together an episode for people on CPD and, and just generally kind of learning opportunities that are out there. And um, because I think sometimes it can feel quite tricky in practice to feel like you've got all of these things that you want to do and perhaps you know personal ambitions in terms of academic ambitions maybe masters and things like that and maybe like practical clinical things like training courses but actually you never have the time to do them and even if you did have the time um or you could somehow carve out the time you never can afford you know the trust will never pay for you to do them so um 
it can be quite tricky to know how to access these things. So we thought, let's have a bit of a one-stop shop um, for health visitors and um, other clinicians to say um, where they can access that that help to access yeah. education. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the McQueen, I mean, historically, um, it was known as the McQueen Awards and they were established in around about the mid-90s. Mm. when a Dr McQueen from Scotland, I'm just trying to think, Aberdeen. Mm. Um, historically, he worked with health visitors um, in public health and he was very impressed with the health visitors. And he, Well, we are very impressive. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, so he, he left a sum of money that was specifically for use um, for public health, for the progression of um, development of people within public health. So that's how the McQueen Awards originally mm. came about. Um, as I said before, there are seven trustees who oversee the awards. We advertise once a year, mm -hmm. and it generally the adverts coincide with what used to be conference, CPHVA conference. Now, obviously, yes. the past couple of years, that's been held virtually. So mm -hmm. we advertise, start the advertising process around about the end of October, beginning of November. And the date for completion is you for the applications to be in is usually around the end of January. I think this year it's about the 29th of January. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's when all of the application forms have to be in. The there are basically there are two types of award. There's the, the general award, which anybody can apply for as long as you're a member of the C Unite CPHVA. And that can be up to £5,000. Mm -hmm. um, and that would support things like education, development or training. Mm -hmm. um, right. And then there is a separate award, which is up to £3,000. And that's for public health abroad. And we're, what we're doing there okay. is encouraging people to um, learn from going abroad um, where they might um, have some sort of experience overseas, which will help or enhance their practice in both in this mm. country and abroad. Um, I see. So in the past, I'll just give an example there. In the past, we've had somebody who did um they've been out to uganda and taught in schools in helped build a school in uganda and done education and training there we wow had, we had a nursery nurse who went to zimbabwe and did driving a book bus and learned quite a lot about the importance of children and reading and all of oh, those wow. sorts of things we had a district nurse yes who did um, parish nursing in Europe. So she went to various countries in, the, in Europe uh -huh. and then set up a system of parish nursing in the UK. Yeah. That's, wow. the, that's the bit that's the, the public health abroad bit. Yeah. Uh, and then the I had no idea. It was so varied. Yeah, yeah. Then the Wonderful. other part is the education development. So that could be anything from... Um, for example, doing a PhD, doing a master's course, doing some education and training yourself. So um, we, we generally don't fund 
things that we feel should be provided as part of your job. Now, Mm -hmm. we know that things have changed recently because there is less money about. But for for example, if you were employed as something like a safeguarding nurse, we wouldn't expect to be paying for your safeguarding. No, sure. That should be part of your job. Yeah, sure. However, if you were a health visitor or a nursery nurse and you wanted to do something very specific in relation to safeguarding and it was Mm -hmm. going to improve your education and it was going to help your clients, then yes, we would consider that. Mm -hmm. It depends on how the form is filled in and how you how you sell yourself. So it might be research, it might be education and development and training. It might be running a group of some description, so a breastfeeding support group, a specific Mm -hmm. group for, um, you know, that's specifically in need for your area along, say, Mm -hmm. breastfeeding or sleep or uh, whatever it happens to be. We would consider everything or anything Mm -hmm. that is going to improve the public health or the life chances of babies or the education Mm -hmm. training of you know families and young people Mm -hmm. homelessness anything really okay Okay. so it's a really really broad remit isn't it that's wonderful yeah Yeah. very very broad so long as you whoever the applicant is and it might be an individual applicant it could be a pair like yourselves or it could be a group um so long as you can sell it to us that it is benefiting you as individuals and professionals yeah and the fellow professionals that you work with yeah but also benefiting the clients or a group of individual families for example then obviously Mm. that's what we would consider yeah okay wonderful that's great and there are guidance notes on um, um, the application process and everything online which I'll link to in the show notes for people yeah absolutely and if anybody is struggling at all just send us an email the email address is there Um, yeah just send us an email one of us would be more than happy to give a phone number and have a chat with somebody um you know it's it's very very Mm -hmm. informal but we would be more Mm. than happy to um you know help somebody if they're struggling with an application form Mm. to talk them through it that wouldn't be a problem at all yeah that's really kind and because is there a limit on how many awards you can give out each year or yeah so each year we set uh, um an amount of money that we are going to give out so mm-hmm. this year, it's around about £25,000. Wow. As trustees, we've, we've only got a set amount of money that's got to, you know, last us however long the awards last. And once mm-hmm. that's all gone, that's all gone. So mm-hmm. generally speaking, we do set around about a budget of around about £25,000 a year. Mm-hmm. But there, there can be an element of flexibility within that. Um but we, we do try and stick broadly to that figure sure. so yeah. more so that the awards will last longer. Now, yeah, sure. if we had five people applied for £5,000, the maximum amount, um, we're not going to give as many bursaries in that year. Um, generally, what we normally say is 
up to applications up to £2,000, we will assess on the application form. Mm -hmm. Anything over £2,000, we interview. Now, yeah. okay. that was in person. Obviously, at the moment, that's via Zoom. Yeah, was on um, Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we've, we have found that working it via Zoom has worked really, really well. And as yeah, it, definitely. It actually saves us an awful lot of money. Yeah, sure, yeah. We've all got to go down to London for interviews and pay for people's, you know, train fares to London. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The only other thing I would say about the application form is... Obviously, we need receipts or um, invoices for everything. So mm. we do need a good breakdown of expenses. So how it's going to be spent um, mm-hmm. is, is crucial. Um, if there is travel involved, yes, we will pay for travel, but we will only pay for second class rail travel. Or I can't remember what exactly the um, car is at the moment, but I think it might be. 15p a mile or something like that okay yeah um, so there's we do, set we limit pay, on that. yes we do pay travel expenses but um you know not first class travel the only thing we will not do is we won't fund um replacement uh work hour costs right so right yeah. i see yeah of course fair enough okay yeah and so it's like you're looking at funding, maybe the, the cost of courses, the cost cost of equipment, but it's that thing where you can't invoice for your own time, I suppose, really, no. can you? It's like no, no. you're just getting this to then assist for you to then be able to put your time into it. Yes, yeah. We would we would pay, say, for example, if it's a group, we would pay for equipment or a laptop or the room hire or yeah. the audio equipment or the printing, etc. But what we won't pay is if you were saying, well, I need another health visitor to come and do my job so that I can do that. Yeah, I see. Those sort of costs. No, no. Yeah, fair enough. OK. Um, well, look, I mean, it's such a broad field. That's fantastic. There must be so yeah. many people listening who are like, that's brilliant. I definitely have loads of great ideas of things I can do with that yeah. money. You know, like, I definitely was sitting here thinking, oh, my goodness, you could do so much. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I know, I think, well, I mean, to be fair, Amy did the lion's share of our application for the bursary. I think I found it very overwhelming. And so I think I was very fortunate that Amy was more on board. And it was that thing where I think ours was a bit of an unusual application anyway, wasn't it? So there had to be that level of detail about what exactly we were going to be using it for and things. Um, I think for, for other guys who are especially looking at maybe looking at doing further study, and further training have yeah. got that more definite pinpoint of what they're they're wanting to do yeah um, it might be a bit easier and I remember as well there has to be um an element of support from your your team and things your manager yeah you have to have a statement well. yeah. we, we, have a, we have actually simplified the application forms ah yeah so um they are it's I mean, obviously, it, it's quite difficult because obviously we have to have a certain amount of, of information. Yes. Um, but we have we have tried to simplify the application forms this year. But yeah, we do need obviously we need a statement from an employer or whatever to yeah, manage it. Um, yeah. 
But if you were self-employed, that you know, we would obviously expect people to contact us, uh, mm. and we could discuss that with them whether there are ways around that. And I'm sure there would be ways around it because, you know, nowadays people are working very, very differently to how yes. they used to work. So yeah, yeah. and we yeah. Well, certainly in our case. That we had to find a bit of a way around that um, in the sense that um, neither of us have supervisors that are directly affiliated with the podcast out, out of deliberate choice to keep the podcast independent. So yeah. um, we had to be sort of a bit creative with how we met the requirements. But what yeah. I would say to anyone listening is um, it's really worth a look on that application form. And especially if you're going for under £2,000, you don't even have to interview. Yeah. Um, it's literally decided on the basis of the application form. And it's not that lengthy. It's not that complicated to fill in. Um, it mm. will just take you perhaps an evening um you know to put together a draft and, and sit down and do it um yeah. but but it's really worthwhile doing and I found um the trustees really friendly and welcoming and yeah. helpful when it came to answering questions and things like that so um I would really encourage anyone who's considering this yeah. to no, go for it Completely. And the deadline is the 29th of January, so there is still a little bit of time yeah. for you to get in a last-minute application if you wanted yeah. to. It's that thing of nothing ventured, nothing gained, isn't it? Yeah. If you just take yeah. that first step, make contact with you guys, because you've got great mm. social media as well, haven't you? Yeah. Um, um, I know our friend Angela has yes. uh, done a lot on <laughs> social media front, who uh, and. So you're on Facebook, I think, aren't yeah, you? We've got, we're on Angela's our social media queen. So she we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we certainly use the CPHVA's Facebook page as well. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah we do try and share as much as possible. And we've got our website, so um, that's where you can download the application form from, and all of the supporting information. Yeah. And as I say, if you're mm-hmm. struggling at all, email us. Yeah, we'll talk you through it. Exactly. I'll put all of the links to the social media um, and the, the websites in the, yeah. in the podcast notes for people. So can you tell us a bit, have you got any, um, any, um, one who's had an award that comes to mind? Yeah, any examples. You can think of sort of who's used the award and what they've then gone on to do and how it's helped them. Well, there was one lady I can think of in particular who worked in prisons and Winning the award really boosted her confidence. So yeah. she, she won an award to um, to do some group work with um, women. It was in a woman's women's prison with women and children, um, and she was doing some group work with them. And she was setting up, um, I think it was toy bags and reading with children, wonderful. And like that. And it, it was really, really good. Um, so we we supported her with getting together the equipment and the room hire and things like that. But to me, the most important thing of it was it really boosted this lady's confidence winning the award. And it actually yeah. gave her the confidence to then go on and apply for other jobs and, and to progress as well. Um, and that's one that really sticks in my mind. She did so well from it. 
Um, and as I say, she then progressed and she went into she went into a higher level job and one thing and another. Mm. So, yeah, that was really, really yeah. good. Um, and actually, I suppose that's something to consider as well, isn't it? That yeah, having absolutely. something like this on your CV really gives you that head and shoulders above. Yeah, another candidate and just sort of does give make people kind of go oh and it's amazing and I know from in my own work where when you've just sort of taken that chance to take that step on to being on a, a council or a committee for something how it yeah. does then seem to open more doors and you are more visible yeah, and it just gives yeah. you opportunities that um that might not have been so easy to come by yeah, yeah it's that little pat on the back isn't it that yeah. someone thinks that you're doing a good job and that this is a good idea yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, we've supported any number of um, people with progression to do their to um, to continue with their master's degrees. Yes. I, I think that's probably the most common thing that we do. Mm. But again, an amazing array of subjects, you know, anything from, you know, um, breastfeeding, sleep, um adoption attachment all sorts of research and education um and it is great to see people when they do get their papers published because we do encourage people to write up their articles for the cphva journal which then other people benefit from that as well definitely and again the boost in confidence that that gives people is really incredible and obviously it yeah. looks good on your cv if you've had something published as well yeah. and there yeah. are we will always help and support people if they're struggling with or you know haven't got enough confidence with the writing up they're all more than capable of it all we've got to do is chivy them along a little bit but we mm. will support them with that as well so yeah fantastic what a lovely resource and there's the opportunity to present at conference as well um, um, if I've understood it rightly uh, yeah ab- absolutely mm. uh, you know obviously depending on on what it is some of those that are doing um PhDs might actually you know be a main speaker at conference mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes what we do is if we've supported a number of people to do their masters we might have a, a concurrent session with four or five people presenting short snapshots of mm-hmm. what they've done at conference mm-hmm. um, which again you know it's it's about how is it benefiting you and how is it, it how is it benefiting other people so in, mm as well as doing you know sort of the the individuals the colleagues that you're working directly with if you're at conference and presenting you're presenting to a whole national audience yeah. which is fantastic and that's yeah. value mm. for money for us yeah mm. and then forming that network as absolutely. well absolutely yeah absolutely and helping it, other people who might potentially want to apply as well yeah it's one of those things where it is like you know sort of having presented at conference a couple of times it is amazing how Mm. you sort of have that lovely feeling afterwards of like seeing other people and starting conversations and just sort of really realizing how sort of joined in you are with everyone no matter where they're working across the country there are such sort of common themes that link us all together yeah it's that real value of the network isn't it yeah yeah one of the things One of the things we previously did, obviously we can't at the moment because of the pandemic, 
But at conference, we also supported the poster presentation. Yes. So mm -hmm. every year at conference, we would award two prizes for the best posters in professional development was one category and research and education was the other category. And again, it was that it was only a very small award, but it was to acknowledge the hard work that people have put in, but also to encourage them to use those posters, to use that information, that education and development to take mm. it back to the workplace so that other people can benefit from that because mm, the whole yeah. work does go into it. You know, we had some great things, you know, again, a huge variety of subjects from, you know, dental health to mental health to <laughs> you know, breastfeeding, safeguarding, accident prevention, you know, Wonderful. you name it, it was there. And yeah. we also want to encourage a wide variety. You know, we want nursery nurses to apply. We want yes. staff nurses. We want health visitors. We want, you know, mental health workers. Yeah. As I keep saying, it's, as long as you're a Unite CPHBA member, that's all. That's the only criteria. We need that number. That's all. Yeah, that's great. That's brilliant. Um, well, look, is there anything else we've kind of, a bit short on time I'm aware but you've shared so much wonderful information already is there anything else that you'd like to highlight as like a top tip for people or um or any is last there, is there anything sometimes that applicate you often have to get back to people about that's been missing that's off true, of their yeah, application that might be really straightforward to add on but that it's sort of something that often seems to happen where you're like oh I would, I would say just the breakdown of the spend is, mm. is a key thing. Obviously, if you're doing something like a master's degree, then the invoice for, from the university covers that. But if you're doing something slightly more unusual, the mm -hmm. breakdown is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I would say, just say to everybody, please go to the website, download the application form, read the supporting information. Mm -hmm. And if you're struggling, just contact us and we will yeah. help you with it yeah. there are ways through it we will always help people yeah. with it. Mm -hmm. and I think having done that ourselves I think my top tip would be put absolutely everything on that breakdown because yeah, it's yeah, much yeah. easier to put everything down have a discussion with trustees and then be like oh actually no okay that's not relevant maybe that's not relevant yeah, actually do we need to charge for that than yeah. to actually get through it maybe get an award and then go oh I didn't think of x or I didn't think of y okay. so it almost put too much down with yes, a view yeah. to having some things taken off that list I, and I, yeah. I would agree with that because what we won't do is once the application has gone in we won't then allow things to be added to it or the yeah. changes so and, and it, it does sound a little bit cruel at times, but you know, if, if no, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. You can't have yeah. escalating projects no. that snowball. No, no, if somebody says, "Oh, you know, I I would like eighteen hundred pounds, for example," and then they suddenly think afterwards, "Oh, I wish I'd asked for so and so," because if I yeah. got it up to two thousand pounds, doesn't work like that. We only do yeah. what it says, you know, at that yeah. time. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. And there are, you know, obviously, when you are being interviewed or whatever, we can't guarantee we will give you everything that you have asked no, sure. for. 
because obviously it depends how many people apply and what the applications yeah. are like and uh, and everything else so um you know it, it doesn't guarantee you will get the total amount but yeah, yeah. obviously you know that that's what the trustees or the interviewers will assess that and that's why we employ or we don't employ their volunteers but that's yeah. why we have a range of people looking at it we have professionals that are working in education and practice to actually analyze the everything because they know what's going on at the time yeah sure oh well, thank you so thank much you. for joining us you're welcome and yeah, yeah as i say if you can put all the links on that would be great um of course of course get applying people yeah, yeah. we can let's get some applications in everybody yeah. and let us know if you have a successful one yeah, Definitely. we will. We're an unsuccessful we, one. Let us know how you get on. <laughs> we will look forward to seeing your write-up in the journal too. Yes. Yeah, I know. We've got that to do. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But, it, but it's great that people can see, you know, because something really innovative like what you're doing is oh, great. That's you. what we need to see, you know, things yeah. have changed, how we work has changed. Um, and you. if we can encourage people to get some of their education and development through things yeah. like that, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Put yourself on the on the list, folks. Absolutely. Put yourselves on the agenda. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's brilliant. Wonderful. Right. Well, thanks oh. so much for your time, Kitty. You're it was welcome. really lovely chatting to you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Um, oh, wasn't Kitty fantastic? Oh, wasn't she great? And yeah, I mean, best of luck to everyone out there who is in the process of applying or um, especially good luck if you've listened to this and are now thinking, oh, should I reply? Um, do it, do it, It's do one it. of those things where there's no, yeah, there's no downside to applying. No. The worst no, that's going to happen is that they say, I'm really sorry, we can't do it this time. And they're so lovely. The chances are they will come back at you with five, six, seven, ten ideas of things yeah. you can tweak to put an application in for the following year. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's just that thing of the, the the biggest step is that first step getting the ball rolling yes definitely do it so hopefully we have loads of really enthused people who are going to scurry away and find the application form right now oh I hope so I hope so in the, notes. the actual website where you can download the application forms is cphvaeddevtrust.wordpress.com so it's ed as in e-d-d-e-v ed dev education development trust um excellent excellent you can download the application form from there i will obviously put the link in the um notes as well yeah. thanks so much for listening everyone oh it's lovely to see you again amy yeah you too Jen. Um, as i say i realize i'm not actually seeing anyone who's listening to the podcast <laughs> i'm seeing lovely you to be in your ears everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listening again soon we'll be back very soon um, oh. and uh, and don't forget you can follow us i've got to do this very quickly because we're going to run out of time got to, can yeah. follow us on instagram at i am a hv on facebook i am a health visitor or you can email us i am a health visitor all one word at gmail.com Thanks very much, everyone. Bye. Take care. Bye.